Hit it. And Odie, we're going old school. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad, because the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. screenshot of some of our listening stats over the last three days. In Germany, coming up strong. Yeah, we were <coughs> we were streamed um, about 80 times over in Europe this week. So, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. And then, of course, you know, PA, we love you. So, wait, wait, wait. Germany? Tag, wie geht's? Was ist denn los? Stierscheiße. That's about all I remember. I really, I really hope that was appropriate. Uh, everything with the last one was. And we're not going to end up on some kind of fucking government. Place. Well, no, no, because okay. it was, hello, how are you? And then, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then okay. bullshit was the last thing I said. Yeah. Speak as you Deutsch. That's all I know. Uh... Yeah, but so it was like Germany. It was uh, obviously we have some fans in England. We had some listeners in Ireland, Scotland, couple in Russia coming in strong. And then in the U.S., PA, obviously number one. California, number two. Yeah, big Cali. What's up, Campbell? No hats. Uh, oh, no heat in the studio. I look off. No, we got it. We this is this is cool, man. Wearing a hat. Yeah, dude, we're, we're trying to be cool. cool. Justin. We're trying to be cool, right? That's why. Well, Mike just doesn't want the glare from the lights off of his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And I'm wearing mine in support. Um. But yeah, you're right, Campbell. It's getting pretty fucking warm in here. <laughs> warm or cold? Warm. Yeah, it's hot in here. This house is always fucking hot. But when we're sitting here, we're right above your furnace. Yeah. Well, it's not running. I only haven't sat on 64. Because I'm cheap. So California coming in at two. Couple new states popped on. Louisiana. Our raging Cajuns. Just Cajuns? And then we still have some assholes from Ohio listening. No offense, but, you know, border wars and stuff. We're Team PA. Well, and plus, you know, with the marijuana legalization, you guys suck because you did it first. Okay. That, that That's just pure jealousy. That That's all that is. That's fair. That's fair. Um, 
Well, the IT guy's not here. No. Um, what a game. Yeah. What we, a game. They, they fell a little short tonight. At least one asshole's in Nevada. There, I'm sure there's more than one asshole. <laughs> it's almost like New Jersey drivers. Um, they fell a little short, so they're not going to make states this year. Uh, when, when he says a little short, like... It, it like was literally a little short. 58 to 55 at the end of overtime. It was a fantastic game to listen yeah. to. Um, <laughs> Would have been a great game to watch in person, but, you know, that was over an hour away. and Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, congrats to the, the four seniors, man. Um, they, that little, that core group kind of reminds me of Adam's group, like, or the IT guys group. They, uh, they started playing together in, like, third grade. Right. And that, that core four... Like, you developed so much chemistry yeah, doing that. Yeah. It was it was pretty neat because one day one of them would be hot. The next game, someone, one of the other three right. or four would be hot. It was it was really fun watching them this year, and I wish them wish them the best as they move on and and uh, wherever they go in life. And uh, now it's baseball season, so the IT guy gets no break. None. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, we're we have high expectations. So it's pretty interesting. This is probably the first time. I guarantee it's the first time in Mercer history that they have a, a softball player and a baseball player that are legitimate uh, Division One recruits. No shit. Oh yeah. Like, like no questions asked. Um, so, which is, which is amazing. And the nice thing is, as someone that played with, on a, on a sports team with someone that was, was of that caliber, it opens up doors for some other kids. It, it opens up everybody's door. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could have... As many sacks as I wanted in the game. But without my running back I had, nobody ever would have been to any of the games. Mm-hmm. And I never would have gotten any of the calls that I did. Right. <laughs> it, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You, 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 he was one of those once-in-a-generation players. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, and the, cra- the crazy thing, though, about the softball and the baseball player, mm-hmm. they're both sophomores. Get the fuck out of no. here. No, no, they're legit, man. Um, Who's the baseball? I'll tell you off there. All right. So, yeah, he's. they're both legit, boy. They, they, that ball comes out of their fucking hands. And both of them. And you can hear it. You hear it. <laughs> you hear it whizzing? Yeah. No shit. So, <clears throat> big, big, big expectations for both of them. Heck so, yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, and, and no, it's not the IT guy. He does not have that kind of arm. He doesn't have a heater. He He's more meticulous with his mm-hmm. throws. Mm-hmm. He's a calculated throw, not the heater. Yeah, he's like, he's like the guy <coughs> that has to hit spots. No, no, I don't. I don't. 
Uh, because somehow, Mr. Campbell, when I was in charge, not in charge, because I, I don't ever want to be a president of anything, um, <clears throat> we had it worked out that you kids basically paid for played for free. My, my little dude went to sign up for T-Ball and found out it was going to cost $225. Jesus! Nobody in their right mind should ever pay $225. Whether you're going to get money back for doing certain things or not, to play T-Ball. So, yeah, that's... So I'm still retired. Um, maybe next year? I don't know. That's a lot of money to pay. For kids to run around and parents have to try to herd cats. So, Tom and I were talking and we were kind of like, alright, you know, we can go in a couple <laughs> different directions. Right, you're absolutely right. It's absurd for, for, what, for, for what you get around here. Um, now, now, you could sell tickets and you would get that money back. And then you had to pay like what, or work in the concession stand, yeah, you get a little get bit bad. bad, right? But it still was going to be over a hundred bucks for a kid to play t-ball, which is insane. Yeah, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be any more than like twenty five bucks because you're not even buying them nice shirts, right? You know what I mean? They're getting little t-shirts, like it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but I'm not involved at this point, and I'm okay with it for now. So. I may just have T-ball practice for my little dude out in the backyard. Make him run. Jasmine wants you to teach her, too. Hey, she knows where I live. Uh, <laughs> 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 the only thing he misses is the gold tooth. Oh, man. man, leave it, leave it to the work life to just come in out of nowhere and say, because of my little winter hat that I have on. No, sweet, it's rolled up. rolled up, yeah. I look, that I look like, that I look like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. Damn! See? No, fuck that. Kevin McAllister would have been brought up on so many charges. Wow. Let me up. And, and so were their parents. Oh, yeah. For leaving, yeah. Yeah. So, now I feel like I gotta take my hat off, dude. Like, she came at the hat. Oh, man. That's funny. All right. So, we were trying to figure out. What? Iron. Dodged it. Now, I remember. My, you texted me. You said, hey, can you give me a ride to go pick up the car from Shaggy so I can get the IT guy from school? Hey, all right. Over there, Mike. Sorry, man. We need to talk later. Sorry, man. What are we talking about this week? He goes, that's what we got to talk about later. Yeah. Got to figure it out what direction we want to go. Because obviously, obviously the, the easy carrot would be OJ. Um, but since he's kind of still alive, we don't want OJ showing And broken can sue us. Right, we have, well, on top of it, we don't want him showing up here with a pair of gloves and a knife. If they won't fit, he'll be a quick. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we decided to look at... Ooh, hold on, I'm getting rid of my beer here. Woo! 
excuse me. Um, Grab my stones. Yeah, this is... This, this is Broke Beer Week. Yeah, this is Mike Stone. Oh, uh, well, don't tell him about the podcast, Wheels. Um, or maybe he might get us, like, four more listeners. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he'll sell us... Maybe he'll sell us some fake autographs. Oh, shit. He got in trouble for that, too. So, anyways... Anywho... We decided to look at... Some... Rivalries? Some beefs. Some beefs uh, that have occurred. Some splits and some... So, I know we both went in two different directions. Now, there is one I did not look up because I didn't have to. And I gotta say it before I forget it, because it's fucking hilarious. Do you ever wonder why every time you pass a Home Depot... Is this a joke? No. Oh, okay. Did you ever wonder why every time you pass a Home Depot, there's a Lowe's within a mile? No. Because I don't remember exactly how it was. It was either they were husband and wife, or they were business partners. And when things went south, the one who split off and formed Lowe's said, I'm gonna make sure... I have a store within a mile to every one of your wow. stores. Wow. So that's... That's messed up, dude. But success? I, listen, I, I, mean, I feel like... I, every I, single Lowe's and or Home Depot I've been to over the years, except yeah. for one, you can see the yeah. building yeah, of the other one. It's like in from the plaza across the street. Right. I, <clears throat> I definitely want to say I feel like that was done by a woman scorned. That... See... You can't comment. I can. Um, I definitely feel like that's what that was. Me and my new husband are just going to fucking make your life miserable. Awesome. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. So, I am going to start. Most of mine are modern day. See, now, I went, I, I went historical. My oldest is 74. Oh, boy. My first one's from 1804. Hey, look at that. We get the four in common. Oh! Some of you, <laughs> may, some of you may know this one. I remember the peanut butter, it, yeah. the commercial with the peanut butter and peanut butter jelly yes. sandwich. <laughs> well, and, and obviously they made a musical about this one. <coughs> but Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Political rivals. So, on July 11th, 1804, after years of personal and political issues, we get one of the most famous duels in American history. The standoff between Alexander Hamilton, a leading Federalist and former Secretary of the Treasury, and Aaron Burr. Burr. Who was then serving as vice president under TJ. Uh, he Hamilton pretty much says that Burr really is like a, today's modern day politician. Right. He, he, his, his views are basically going to line up with whatever's going to benefit him. Right. Okay. He, he's the... Um... No, it's it's. Uh, he's, that, that, he's, I do what I want to. You just do what's popular. Yeah, and he's just doing what's popular. There you go. That's fair. Uh, he ran against them to become governor of New York. He lost. Uh, 
Burr decides he's he's had enough. He's just had enough. I can't take it anymore. Alexander Hamilton! You keep talking shit about me. So... So it's, it's pretty safe to say whose side Mike is on. Yeah, so we're going to have a duel. Because you've insulted my honor. Now, duels are illegal. Now. And then, in Ooh. certain states... They were in New York. You were not allowed to have duels in New York. Oh. So they go to the dirty south, New Jersey. and Really dirty. Yeah. <coughs> they have their duel. Um, unfortunately. Aaron Burr. Right as the duel is going to start. has second thoughts and decides that he's not going to actually shoot at Aaron Burr. If yeah, in but, his head... But Burr if, did not. If <laughs> both gentlemen just shoot into the air, this duel happened. No one died. Let's move on. Well, Aaron Burr shoots and eventually kills. Alexander Aaron, Aaron Burr did not, did, not, did not get the memo. No. Aaron Burr said, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. I am going to take us to 1974. Okay. On the set of the movie, The Lords of Flatbush. Oh, that's the golf course in Caddyshack. Sure. Okay. Um, are Richard you, are Gere, you ready for this? Yet? Yeah. Richard Gere annoyed the shit out of Sylvester Stallone so much by staying in character off set. That it finally boiled over during a meal together, you know, at the catering table or whatever, and Gear wouldn't even come out of character to eat and was eating like a slob and this and that. Oh, shit. Did, he get, did he get popped in the mouth by Rocky? With a back elbow. Yeah. Got elbowed right in the face and fired from the movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Way to go, Rock. And it was actually some fried chicken and a piece of mustard that hit Stallone. I mean... I can't blame him. How the fuck? How the fuck does that happen? That's how not, do you fling mustard? Like I said, I can't blame Stallone. Yeah. Um, okay. That was a good one. <coughs> I want to talk to you about 1792. It's my favorite year in history. I know, right? This was like a couple years before I was born. Lady Amiria Braddock and Mrs. Elphinstone. Okay? Two well-to-do ladies who were friends, Tom. Friends. Yeah, let's... Hey, we figured out how to make the Canadian hunter manageable. We're mixing it with Coke. See? Much yeah, better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. these are two socialites in seventeen ninety two. 
Mrs. Ethelstone goes to visit Lady Amiria Braddock at her home. Mm-hmm. When she shows up to her house in London, she fully expects to be greeted with a cup of tea. Cup of tea? Tea and some little... Crumpets. Cr- yeah, that's it. Crippets. Crippets uh, is from cricket. Oh. I actually I have no idea. You um, know, crimpets are the things that hers make, or Tasty Cakes makes. The little sponge cakes with the butterscotch icing. You've never had a crimpet? <coughs> I'll take your word for it, bro. Oh, my God, dude. I'm going to give you one someday whenever I find them. Change your life. So, anyways, <coughs> the visit quickly goes off track. Um, Willis, we can't wait either, brother. Back to you. She decides that <coughs> the fact that she wasn't greeted with tea was very unladylike. She challenges her to a duel in Hyde Park. Now, I don't know what Hyde Park was like in 1792, but nowadays it's like the premier park. And all the rich people live in the top floors of all these apartments overlooking Hyde Park. Okay. Where is this at? London. Oh, all right, all right. So, according to reports, Mrs. Ethelstone fires first. Doesn't quite hit Lady Braddock, but knocks her hat off her head. Mm. Oh, so she was okay. close. Okay, I, I know where you. Okay, I know this one. <clears throat> the women then take up swords, and Lady Braddock gets revenge by wounding her opponent opponent in the arm. Becomes known as the Petticoat Duel. It ends when Mrs. Ethelstone finally agrees to write a letter apologizing to Lady Amiria Braddock. Over a cup of tea. Spot of tea. I would not have survived back then, dude. I'd have been in a duel. Why the fuck you think we throw it all overboard in Boston? Yeah, I mean, that's probably the second most interesting thing that's happened with tea. Besides the petticoat duel. It it, it is. It is. Mm. It is. Now, I am going to talk about a few other, two other uh, famous... Ladies from our generation. Okay. Christina Aguilera and Pink. Christina? Woo, my girl. While they were working on uh, Moulin Rouge, or uh, Lady Marmalade, together, the studio treated Aguilera like royalty. Yeah. And Pink like shit. So Pink got a little agitated and went out publicly about it. And it got so heated that at one point, um, Pink claims that Aguilera, quote, took a swung at me in a club. But I could see that. After they both became mothers, they uh, apparently hugged it out. And you know what's ironic? I believe they're both from Pennsylvania. I know ex-Tina is. Uh, well, I know Pink's ex-husband used to be one of the most badass yeah. dirt bike riders. Yeah. Wheels, can you look that up? Is is Pink from PA, too? Um, 
I feel like she is, but I, I might be wrong. Uh, 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 listen, Wheels, you'll take pink. I just want to see it in a pay-per-view. I just, <laughs> that'll be my, ne- the, uh, my next pay-per-view that I buy. Xtina and pink. Boxing. I, whatever they're doing. Featuring Wheels. Cause... Having a dance-off with Wheels paying for them to go to dental school. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm going back even further. Oh yeah. <coughs> I'm going back to 1612. Oh, some some shit happened in 1612. Why don't you tell us about Miyoma Matomushi and Sasaki Kajori? and Sasaki Kajori, the two best swordsmen in Japan. Arch rivals. Both belong to different houses. They decide they're going to meet and settle their differences once and for all. According to legend, Mashishi showed up several hours late to get in his opponent's head. He was trying to psych him out. Like, hey, he's not coming. Yeah, you're right. Thank you, Wheels. Philly area. So, um, I knew it. I knew they were both from PA. So, shows up late. Comes with a giant wooden sword that he made from the oar of a boat. <laughs> right? So, he, I, I, I kind of like him. He's kind of right? like, he's kind of like, yeah, you little piece of shit. I know I'm the fucking best. Uh, Call me out here, I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. So, Kajori then it finally attacks Mashashi and uses his signature move, the Swallow Cut. I don't know what... I I really kind of feel like, depending on what you're watching on TV, that's got multiple meanings. Um... But before he can hit him, Mishashi kills him. Striking downward from above and then instantly striking again and then upward in the opposite angle. Uh, okay, so like... If so you, like you're doing an if X. If you were playing Fruit Ninja. Right. Yeah, if you did an X across someone's face. Yeah. That, that. So <clears throat> he kills him. Well, the problem is... Kajori has a whole bunch of fans... <laughs> they found out about this bull, this duel, and they've all attended. So Mashashi is getting chased by them all, so that he barely makes it to his boat and escapes. And then he he turns himself around, turns his life around. Tom says, "You know what? Violence is not the answer." And he becomes a painter. I, I am going to bring you to the time frame of early 2000s. The era of the infomercial. Oh, shit. I'm going to talk about the little known feud between Billy Mays and Vince Offer. Now, 
No, not that Billy Mays. That's uh, Billy Blanks. Shamwell! That, no. Exactly. Is that the one? No, that's Vince Offers. But the Shamwell is a ripoff of the uh, Zorbies rag oh, from yeah. Billy Mays. Yeah, one was blue and one was orange. Right? And then the Slap Chop from Vince Offer was a quote-unquote ripoff of the Quick Chop by Billy oh, Mays. Oh, man. So, like, anytime any... Like, uh, Offer's name or any of his products were brought up in his present. Like, if you weren't important in the company, you were fired just by mentioning. Wow. His name or one of his products around Billy Mays. Yeah. Uh, publicly, he'd come out called Offer a rip-off artist, a con <laughs> artist. And Offerman, or Offer just never publicly responded except yeah. sitting there counting his money. Yeah. Who was the ShamWow? Which one of the two? Was That was Vince Offer. <clears throat> and that's the second guy, right? Yeah, that's the skinny, younger yeah, guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Other guy? What was his name? Billy Mays. Billy Mays? Oh, Billy Mays is a... Is that but the wait, wait, is that the There's more! The Does he yes. have a beard? Yeah, and he goes, but oh, wait, there's I, more! I retract my statement. Right? I retract my statement. They were both pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, I'm going to bring us a little bit closer to modern day. All right. Let me go to 1870. Can you even say his name? Edward Manet. Yeah, but there's a, there's a thingy on top, so it's not eh. It's Listen, it's, Manet, it's Manet. It's Manet. He's a famous painter. We're just going to call Manet. him. We're calling him Manet. The, the, this, Manet. The, the, this is the ghetto ripoff version. Yeah. Eduardo... You know, instead of Gucci, it's Poochie. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Eduardo Manet and Edmund Durante. The French painter, Edward Manet, which is Manet, flew into fit of rage after reading one sentence that was written by his longtime friend, childhood friend. These kids grew up together. He did a review... Of his art, uh, I want to say like art gallery, but back then it wasn't that. Right. His exhibit. And said one thing about one picture that was negative. Man, it goes into like a fucking, he loses his fucking mind. He goes into a cafe in Paris slaps Durante in the face and challenges him to a sword duel. I picture him like walking in and his, the glove his friend Durante saying, would you like a croissant? And he says, pulls his glove off, fills it with some like stones. I challenge you to do it. We will settle this with swords. And then if we both survive, we will have bread and cheese. And one. And one. According to police reports, they squared off February 23rd, 1970. <laughs> 1870. 1870. <coughs> they probably still do this over there. Um, in the forest of St. Germain, which becomes famous because Hitler rolled right through it. But anyways, with the, a famous writer attends... Emily Zola, or Emile, it's probably Emile, 
because it's French. Emile Zola was Manic's second. The swords only hit each other one time. That's how bad they were at this. But damn it, they were trying. <laughs> God damn it, the one time they connected, it buckled the blades. It was a hell of a hit. Yeah. Um, Durante gets a minor wound from it. Manic declares that his honor has been defended. And before long, the two Parisians patched up their relationships and once again were sharing meals. Listen, people. Listen. No, Words so- hurt. Words hurt. I say, sometimes you got to fight a friend to get over it. Mm. Words hurt. Don't say, don't say mean shit about people's artwork. Precisely. Uh, I'm going to take us to 1999. Oh, are we going to party? No, I skipped over uh, all the shit involving him because Christ, uh, there was about a million involving yeah. him. Um, look at Michael Jackson. Him and Michael Jackson hated each other, apparently. Yeah. But I skipped over that. Cause, That's okay. Because um, just like Epstein. Right. Michael Jackson didn't hang himself either. I am going to take you to the movie set of one of the better sports movies of our generation. Mary Poppins! Any Given Sunday. Oh, all right. That is a good one. Al Pacino makes Any Given yeah. Sunday for me. Yeah. Al Pacino as a yeah. coach makes Any Given Sunday for me. That's a good one. That one's good. <clears throat> so, you know in the movie when LL Cool J's character and Jamie Foxx's character get into a fist fight? Yeah. It got so heated that it turned real. Oh, that's not good. And LL Cool J knocked yeah. Jamie Foxx yeah. out. KO and, out. And, and you know what? Two Mama years, said, two "Knock years you out." Later, he releases his song. Mama said, "Knock you out." Don't call it a comeback, Jamie Foxx. I've been here for years. And Jamie Foxx presses charges said, of assault and said, "I'm a gold digger." Pretty much. I'm gonna take your money, Jamie Foxx. Little bitch. Uh, no, he is still very much alive, and very much will so. Maybe I don't know. Uh, if he's gonna sue us because we called him a bitch, no, he wouldn't. He'd actually probably say something. He'd probably worse right, right back. <laughs> he'd, he'd probably, he's probably gonna show up here and punch us in the face. So I'm gonna skip a couple of mine, and I'm gonna go to 1598, Tom. Oh yeah, 1598. A feud breaks out between Ben Johnson. And Gabriel Spencer. And they're both from England, so I know how to say their names. Ben Johnson. It's a bad night. Pretty bad night when you Benjamin Johnson. No, it's a Bent Johnson. Not Ben. Oh. Or Bent. Just B-E-N. Nothing after. We don't kick shame. Ben Johnson overcomes a rough upbringing to become an accomplished playwright, poet, and actor. He was a contemporary of the, the most, one of the most famous English, England, British, whatever, playwrights. Other than Billy. The, no, of Billy. He studied under Billy. He studied under Billy? Yeah. 
Oh, Billy Shakespeare, who makes a very nice fishing rod, by the way. You very much so. Yeah, Billy, you really fucking knocked it out. Especially of the ugly one. I love. Yeah, your ugly stick, and your reels. Pretty, pretty top notch. Tell anyway. you what, if you've never fished with an ugly stick, it is a perfect like um, starter all the way up to yeah, yeah. You know, like fighting. Yeah, their deep sea poles are fab- fabulous. Yeah, pretty. So the only reel I'd actually put above the top of the line uh, Shakespeare reels is a Shimano. Yeah, that's the only reel I put above. Yeah. Or top of the line Shakespeare. I mean, that's fair. And I, let's be honest, there's probably a lot more out there that the rich people use that we don't know about. That we have no idea what it is. And plus, you know, when was the last time either one of us fished with a Shimano? Yeah. So, Shimano's probably not even that big of a name anymore. <laughs> right, right. That's probably like the cheap reel at Walmart now. <laughs> the views of Mike has a drink are not the views of the participants of Mike has a drink. Please do not sue said entity if you're Shimano. So, anyways... Bad boy Ben Johnson. Terrible upbringing. Spends time as a soldier. He's a hard drinker. Like, I feel like Ben Johnson would get along well with us. Right. All right. And and some of his writings, boy, he it was fiery, man. He would come at people. So on September 22nd, 1598, he kills... The actor, Gabriel Spencer, in a duel that may have risen, uh, arisen, 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 no space, after the two men got into an argument over which theater troupe was Elizabeth of England's, Elizabethan England's finest. Mine's the best. No, mine's the best. Mine's the best. Motherfucker, we're having a duel. Right? Bitch, it's on. Johnson then gets sentenced to hang for the murder. But uses a legal loophole known as the benefit of clergy reciting a Bible verse to escape the death penalty. They eventually take his property. They brand his thumb. How the f- Why would you brand a thumb? That's weird. I, I, I don't know. I understand breaking a thumb. Yeah, or like, you know, like on the face. Like, look, you brand my thumb, I can hide that. I can accidentally cut that brand off. I'll be okay. But the funny thing is, because of this, his play, Every Man and His Humor, becomes a huge success. And his best friend... Willie Shakespeare actually acts in it. No shit. So, the guy becomes a rock star. Right? All because Gabriel Spencer's thought he had a nicer toupee. What time is it? Nope. Not quite yet. A little early. A little early. I just gotta uh, make sure I get my Christmas jokes out in time. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna take us to another one from our youth, Mike. Oh, you're right, Dave. Abu Garcia is good too. Yeah, that's a good reel. Um, I'm gonna take you to the Will Smith and Janet Hubert feud, which, uh, if you don't know, 
I don't even know who Janet Hubert is. The original Aunt Viv. Oh. Okay. Um, which, after Hubert gets fired, Smith comes out publicly and said it, that it was because she wanted to be the center of the show. She wanted it more focused on the Aunt Viv and, Aunt Viv and uh, Uncle Phil yeah. dynamic than more on Will and Carlton. Yeah. Listen, the second Aunt Viv was much better than the first second. Aunt Viv. Second was, yes. So, after so many years. Um, All right. Smith. Make, make good choices, Shaggy. Don't make don't do anything I wouldn't do, and if you do, name it after me. Uh, how about the middle name? Let it work. Alright. Oh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, so about Aunt Viv. Right? So then Will Smith dropped it after so many years. Say, you know, I'd love to do this, I'd love you know, yeah. that's in the past, isn't it? And then Janet Hubert responded by, I will never do a reunion with an asshole like Will Smith. Oof. <coughs> Oof. And you know what? She's probably not wrong. No, right? she's not. She got blackballed because of him. And, and, and that's a very unfortunate situation. Yeah. And But you're very, you are very possibly correct. Last I saw they were on the mantle. Yeah, I'm going after you. Um. All right, I'm going to take you. Excuse me, Hudson. I'm going to take you to 1806, people. Hop in the magic school bus and come with me and Miss Pickles to 1806. We are going to discuss... Andrew Jackson and Charles Dickinson. Hey, isn't that Andrew Jackson second? Did he have to go there first? Yeah, yeah, he's on a roll. He's he's got a temper. So two decades after Andrew Jackson was the seventh president of the United States, him and Charles Dickinson. Not, not the writer. No, not the novelist. No, Charles Dickinson, who has a college named after him in Eastern PA, Dickinson College. Hey, let me guess, a state college? No, private. Oh, it's a private. Oh, it's big money. No shit. Right. And if you want to be a lawyer, which Charles Dickinson was, it's a, the premier school for it. It's in Carlisle. So. Charles Dickinson, though, was regarded as one of the best shots in the area. The proud Jackson, former senator, former president, representative of Tennessee, called for a duel after Dickinson described Jackson's wife, Rachel, as being a bigamist. That's fighting words, dude. Yeah. Well, I don't care if it's 1402 or it's 1506, 2022. 2024. You're going to get some repercussions yeah, saying something like there's that. There's a problem. It, it's basically saying, hey, uh, how's your wife and my kids? 
Yeah. <clears throat> so, in 1791, when she was getting divorced from her first husband, there was a paperwork issue, and she wasn't quite divorced nah. when she went to marry Andrew Jackson. So, May 30th, 1806, the two men met with pistols in hand, standing 22, 24 feet apart, which is in accordance to the dueling customs of the day. So there must have been, like, fucking a shit ton of rules. Have to and bring the what, second. What, no, and, and, and from what I understand, well, at least in the Old West, from what I know about studying the Old West, like... The rules of a duel were strictly yeah. enforced. Yeah. Like, if you violated it, like, everybody in the crowd watching would shoot you for breaking a rule in a duel of the Old okay. West. So I imagine it's somewhat the same concept. Mm. So they get the signal. Mm. Dickinson fires first. Grazes. Like Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grazes Jackson's breastbone and breaks some of Jackson's ribs. Now, Andrew Jackson, not only was he a president, not only was he a senator. Apparently he, he was a fucking Terminator because he just well, ate listen, that. He was the former leader of the Tennessee militia. He was a former soldier, right? He maintains his stance and fires back. Broken ribs, gunshot and all. Andrew Jackson says... I got something for you, Dickinson. And he fatally wounds him. It was one of the several duels that Jackson was said to participate in in his lifetime. So, what? <laughs> and all of them were in defense of his wife. After like one or two, why the hell would anybody challenge him to a duel again? Over his sister. Over, over his wife. <laughs> We're not reading that one. <laughs> We're not reading that one. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, you know what's a great time for? Please. Time for you to get your boot button out. Let's see if it works. Hold on. So, intern Jasmine came up to me the other day. She goes, Dad, something's wrong with the rabbit. I said, honey, would you quit opening the oven door? Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to find an appropriate one. <laughs> When I see that, that's not what the sound that I thought I was going to get. But that's okay. Hey, um, you know, my grandpa came back from the war with one leg. Even after all these years, we still have no idea whose leg it is. Oh, Mr. Muscles said that that actually made him laugh. 
So I need to change the vote. I got one more too. Hold on. The leg joke? No. But get ready for the boo button again because oh, this boy. one this one's. Hey Mike. Yes, Tom. Do you know the quickest way to the hospital? No, I don't. Just stand in the middle of the street. They'll come get you. Before I hit the boo button. Did that, <laughs> did that, did that make you LOL, Mr. Muscles? <coughs> anybody out there? Did anybody find that one funny? <laughs> All right, good. That'd be right. Hey. Can't win them all. Here's what I want to know. What's that, Mike? Based on my Christmas dad jokes. Yes, sir. Why is it getting harder to buy advent calendars? Do you know what an advent calendar is? I do. I do. It's the countdown to Christmas. Right. You, you pop open the door and there's a little yep, chocolate or a little, something. Or a little bottle yeah. of those. Yeah. Uh, side note, best present I ever got was a beer advent calendar. With the German beer. Fucking right, yeah. Best present. Best present ever. Anyways. It's because the days are numbered. Oh! (laughs) That was a good (laughs) one. Okay. Tom just got fired for touching the remote. (laughs) How did the ornament get addicted to Christmas? How's that, Mike? He was hooked on trees his whole life. You leave me out of this. All right, that one, that one was bad. Anywho. Huh. You know, I'm going to take you uh, to 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, I got to take my hat off. It's getting too hot in here. Yeah, that's why mine's I made, it, I made it halfway, dude. That's pretty good. Um, the one, you might not recognize the name, but you might, might or might not, but the other one you probably will. So, rapper T.I. Okay, I heard of him. Okay, that's the one I wasn't sure if you would or would not. Mm-hmm. Um, started a fist fight with Floyd Money Mayweather Jr. That was not a good idea. At a fat burger because he believed that his wife Tiny was having an affair with Mayweather. Wait. T.I.? Thought that his wife Tiny was having an affair. Uh, that's crazy. It's T.I., T.I., N.Y. Mm-hmm. Are they from New York? If they are, we might have stumbled on a conspiracy. We'll have to get back to you on that one. All right, so he thought that his wife was hooking up with... Money Mayweather. I mean... Well, but here's the thing, though, is, like, um, Mayweather and Tiny, like, actually legit grew up together, like, as friends. Okay, kind of like Jada, Pickett Smith. And Pac. And Tupac. Right. So, All like, right. they grew up as... and So, they went to school together, they went way back. So, right. it sounds like T.I. has... Got a little jealous and he's then... He's got little weenus little syndrome. And then got his ass whooped by... Yeah. Well, because if you know anything about Money Mayweather, specifically in 2014, that was like around the peak yeah. of his career. Yeah, listen, he had bodyguards bigger than Mr. Muscles back then. Yeah, but he didn't fucking need them. Mm-hmm. 
Which, I gotta tell you, a, a, a Floyd Mayweather fact. I remember, you know, when he went on WWE and did uh, the pay-per-view event against the Big Show? Mm. Well, leading up to that, uh, when they first com- you know, got into the confrontation in the ring, the Big Show got on a knee and told him, go ahead, you know, go ahead, punch me, punch me. And backstage, Mayweather tells him, listen, dude, that's a terrible idea. I don't know how to hold my punches. Right. I can't, I can't, like... I can't feign it. Like, yeah. bare knuckle, this is going to be bad. And the Paul White, you know, the guy who was Big Show, said, fuck it, do it anyways. So after eating three fists from Mayweather, he's looking up at the camera just pouring blood from, like, four different spots on his fucking face. Yeah. But, you know, to his credit, like, he told him, you, you can't Let's pull him. It. Go ahead and do it. Let's sell it. No, no, no. My face is too precious for that kind of abuse. Yeah, but you also weren't making the money that Paul, the Big Show White, was at the time. Right, right. Speaking of a face getting pounded like raw meat. (laughs) Can you believe my ex? Yikes. I want to talk to you (laughs) about the great sausage duel. (laughs) Again! Please, my ex. So the great sausage. Shout out to Tom and his past trauma. Congratulations. (laughs) Back to the great sausage duel. It gets triggered because there's a conflict by a scientist and the Prussian chancellor, okay? So the scientist, and I don't speak Prussian, but his name was Rudolph. I can say that one thanks to the reindeer. Virachow, Virchow, and Otto von Bismarck. Bismarck. All right. So in 1865, the scientist observes that there's a whole lot of people that are dying after eating sausage. Oh. All right. And I'm not talking about like the OnlyFans kind of sausage. All right. I'm talking about bratwurst and not worst and right. whatever. Spicy Italian and hot peppers. They didn't serve that. That's why they all got sick. In Prussia. So. See? It's logic, people. He goes into the sausage factories. And quickly discovers, much like today, meat packaging plants are unhygienic and parasites are running rampant around the facilities. Virachow isolates the fact that trichinella... The trick. mm -hmm, Which is what you take if you go to college after... Calculus, you move in the algebra and trichinella. Um, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe back when you went. Mm, that's fair. Now, now they take that in like third grade. Um, Around here, yeah. Was was causing which it was a major infection where a parasitic worm 
gets inside a body and causes a painful and often fatal disease. Virchow was putting pressure on the government to intercede and wanted them to enforce some safety standards. Well, how dare him? Yeah. We need to make food safe. Shut the fuck up. What are you? What are you, a get, nerd? Get the fuck out of here. <coughs> Communist. Um, no, no, you can't eat that, dude. <coughs> so, the government says, eh, no, no, no. That's way too much money. We're not going to do that because Von Bismarck wants to put the money into his army. Kind of like today. See a comparison? Right? I, I see the connection. Bismarck eventually has a fucking enough. He says, Virchow, shut your fucking pile. Let's have a duel. Well, because Virchow is the guy that gets challenged, right, Tom? Right. He gets to pick the weapon. Tell me he, some, he picked something funny as so. hell. He proposed that they each eat a pork sausage. One is safe. One they know has trichinella. The person who eats the safe sausage in a month will be fine. Is the winner of the duel. The one who eats the trichinella obviously is going to be sick and die. A very slow, painful, miserable death. Otto von Bismarck says, ah, gotcha. I've changed my mind. I no longer want to duel. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm not reading that one either. Yep, wheels. yep, no, nope. Trying to get his band. Yep, uh-huh, nah, wheels, nah. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. It was a good one. And anybody that watches Facebook Live will see what you said. Alright. <clears throat> I'm going to take you... I don't know. 70s, 80s, 90s. It doesn't say. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But Stay both, alive. Stay alive. Well, anywhere from like the late 70s to early 80s to nowadays, both these women are still relevant. Okay. Paul Abdul? No. Damn. Cher? And Madonna? Neither of them are relevant. I, I don't follow pop music. I don't know. I didn't even know they were still alive. Well, anyways, at some point in their career... Okay. Cher publicly went after Madonna, calling her a, quote, rude, spoiled little bitch... Who is Damn. not very beautiful and needs to be less of a see you next Tuesday. Ooh, Cher! She said that in a Playboy interview. Wow. <laughs> she was misquoted. You went wrong with that. But, no, if you've ever paid attention to Ed Cher's offstage life, you know that her using see you next Tuesday is, is not uncommon. So what happened? It, Madonna ignored it and it fizzled up. Uh, I really would have. So, so that what that basically tells me is that Madonna felt that that was Cher trying to boost her own sales. Yeah, yeah, she was trying to get back in the spotlight. Right, and Madonna was like, 
all right. All right, that's that's a good one. Did you know Honest Abe was almost in the duel? Was he? Almost. Almost. Honest Abe, world-class wrestler, president. Who, Assassination victim. Who, who quickly decided he didn't like going to the theater. Right, not a fan of the theater. No. Live theater was, no. Mm-hmm. We're speaking of that. What the fuck is everybody's obsession with the Lincoln bedroom? It wasn't his actual bedroom. It was, no. it was only the room he fucking yeah. died in. It was the closest place they could take him to try to save his life. Mm-hmm. Guilty as charged. I've seen it. So in 1842, Abraham Lincoln found himself in a conflict with James Shields. You know he used to be a vampire hunter, right? James Shields? No, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, did yeah, you see I that know. movie? I, I did. He actually, he was a boxer as well. Yes, he was. Um, Very accomplished. Good good call, Wheels. Well, you know, Lincoln, Lincoln is, was uh, the, the stereotypical definition of a scrawny, wiry guy. Yeah. Now, big he's, guys. No, no. He's no, the kicker from the replacements. Now, Mike and I. He's wiry. No, Mike. Guys like Mike and I, we fight till we're tired. Guys like Lincoln fight till they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I will say that's Abraham Lincoln became my my favorite president when he killed the guy from Twilight. Whatever his name was. So. The Illinois State Bank goes bankrupt and wanted to <coughs> refuse to let private citizens pay debts <coughs> using the bank's money. Dealing only in precious metals. Shields, who was the state auditor, agreed with the Democratic Party that the bank should be closed and Lincoln disagreed with him. Hello, beautiful. Lincoln writes an editorial bashing both the idea and Shields using a fake name. So really, Lincoln needs to take a look here because somebody fucking snatched. Right? Someone in your camp let the yeah. word out, Link. Uh, Shields gets upset, angry. Oh, look, you guys aren't match- wearing matching <clears throat> sweatshirts this week. Not today. Um... It forces the paper to tell him who actually wrote it. He finds out it's Lincoln, challenges him to a duel to the death. Uh, Lincoln agrees. Says, we'll use broadswords of the largest size. Which, by the way, dude, for, for Beard Legend, uh, Mike just scrolled down and it reminded me, if you have never seen Abe Lincoln without a beard, yeah, it ain't right. it's fucking weird. It ain't right. He creepy. He's he is unrelated, touching uncle, creepy looking. Yeah, yeah. This this guy definitely went to Epstein Island. You know what I'm saying? Um, he said he didn't want to kill Shields or to be killed, and he hoped that with the enormous swords, he could use his greater reach to disarm his opponent. On September 22nd, the two combatants met at Bloody Island. I'm good, thank you very much. In Missouri. Oh, because Hudson just was, got over diarrhea. Yeah, no food for him whatsoever. Oh, I'm telling you what. 
but they're none baked green none. peas. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I right, Tom just fed him jerky. Oh, <gasps> what? If you get two, I get two. You're fired. You're fired. You smelled the last accident. <laughs> mm. We had to burn four sticks of incense to cover it. <laughs> You're fired. So they faced e faced each other on either side of a plank that neither of them could cross during the fight. Lincoln reportedly swung his sword into a tree branch above Shield's head, cut through it. That showed Shields just how long his reach was compared to his own, and Shields causes causing truth. Marfan syndrome. But, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. You could be right, Wheels. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you to the one music one I did touch. Is it... Um, well, no. It, is there, it about Alexander Hamilton? Uh, a descendant. Mm. Uh, you know, Johnny or mm. For the majority of their career, Johnny and Joey Ramone hated each other. Harper. He should know. Um, he should know. Like, and it all came to a head um, when Johnny starts fucking Joey's girlfriend, Linda. And then it, it, it stayed so bad for so long that even on Joey's deathbed, Johnny absolutely refused. To go in and visit him. Says, I have nothing to say to that asshole. Wow. I don't want to see him. Wow. I don't care. He is not my friend. He is not my family. Wow. See, girls cause all these issues. Anytime, anytime a band breaks up, a girl's involved. Look at the Beatles. Well, in all fairness, thank God the Beatles broke up because... Fuck, more guards music would have came. I mean, that's fair. Look at Elvis. Um, all right, I'm going to take you to 1897. February 5th of 1897, to be exact. Marcel Prost was a writer, a poet. He challenges. This is another one. They can't take people talking poorly about their work. A literary critic, Jean, Jean, J-E-A-N, I want to say Jean, but I know that's the American version. Jean Lorraine Tudor. Lorraine, in his article, alludes to Prost having had a sexual affair with a man who was rich and also was Prost's, Prost's publisher. Back in 1897. That was a pretty serious accusation. Yeah, whether you were or weren't. Those were fighting words. Yeah, you didn't want that being published. Lorraine says that his writing was so bad... Had he not been sleeping with the man who was his publisher, 
it would have never been published. <laughs> I mean, that's that's hardcore, right? They go to a duel. They both fire their weapons. They both miss. The duel ends. And uh, the writer never said anything bad again. They moved on, and that was the end of that. All right. It's the one I was telling you about that I found that I thought was fucking hilarious and deserves <laughs> legendary status. Okay. Russell Crowe lashes out and calls George Clooney a sellout and a Frank Sinatra wannabe. And George Clooney had the greatest response I've ever heard. Dude, the only people who succeed when famous people are fighting is People Magazine. The fuck is wrong with you? That's fair. That's fair. It, you know what? Yeah, good for you. Good for you, George Clooney. Um... Too bad you're not as good of an actor as Tom Cruise. But that's okay. <laughs> that one reminds me of the fake duel. How the fuck did he even get... like His face is unsymmetrical. Yeah. His, te his teeth are unsymmetrical from his nose. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. So, that reminds me of one of my fraternity brothers. You know you know the, this guy's big, quote-unquote, big brother. Mm-hmm. He lives up north from us. Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Buddha. Yes. Okay. Mr. Buddha. Has a little, gets a little brother. They start telling everybody he looks like Tom Cruise. So, like, oh, you got to, can't you, because you know, he, he never was a, because we, when we were pledging and he pledged a little bit before me, but when you're the new brothers, you're always the last ones that are able to get to the parties. Especially if you're pledging because you're driving and picking right. people up. So he's running late. And I and I happened to be at the party, not DDing. I must have drew a long straw that night. And first time in your life, huh? Yeah, first time ever that I picked something long. Um... So except for your major, no, that was my college career. My major ended up being because I walked into my advisor and said, "Okay, I've been here since 1993. It's 2000. I've been here since the last brick was put on that wall yeah. over there. I was. I've been here since they started construction on the library. Is I was here since before that field became." Apartments. Yeah, no. All right, that's enough. That's <laughs> enough. Back off. Um, look at all my classes. Back when Interstate 79 was just a dream of back, Eisenhower. Back when Cranberry was a cornfield. Um, it's still, well, the one up north is, is still yeah, a cornfield. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the city, though. The real one. Not the one that is fake. Cranberry Township. Um... I said, I need to graduate. And he said, well, well, they got like seven people living there now? I think they're up to 14. Cranberry Township is the one oh. down south. That's not the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're talking about Cranberry. Yeah, way up above like... Meadville. Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. Yeah. And 
whatever. They're up to 14 because all the cousins had babies and one had twins. With each other. Yeah, well, obviously there's only seven of them. <coughs> um, so, anyway, so I'm sitting here and, and Buddha and his roommate are going around telling everybody... Wait till wait till our one our newest brother our young brother gets here. Damn wheels! I'm as old as the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mike wrote them and hid them, <laughs> hoping no one would ever find them, because, <laughs> including himself. Yeah, because my handwriting was so bad back then. Um, what so, do you no, see? That reminds me of the old uh, the joke from um, the Mel Brooks movie History of the World Part One. When Moses comes walking around the bush with three tablets and says, I have these 15 commandments from the Lord. And then he drops the tablet and he goes, 10! I have 10! 10 commandments from the Lord! 10's <laughs> a much better number. Oh, Mel Brooks, man. Oh, yeah, he was ahead of his time. Um, no, he was in perfect time because I don't think... Oh, yeah, you're right because he would never have made it on air now. Mm-mm. Or, or he'd been... What's it like, NC seventeen? And then back then, you know. But this is also back then when you could have the word "fuck" in a yeah. regular PG movie. Yeah, yeah. Not a PG thirteen, but a PG right. movie. You and could say "fuck" one time in a PG movie. Yeah. Now it's you can say it one time in a PG thirteen because. Right. Because so, kids don't cuss. No, they definitely don't. Um, so I would keep here. Where do you see our newest returning brother? Our newest returning brother looks like Tom Cruise, looks like Tom Cruise, looks like Tom Cruise, right? So all the girls are coming up to me like, when's Tom Cruise getting here? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, no, we heard that one of your brothers looks like Tom Cruise. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. It must be another house. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what's your frat nation? We're not going to say it on air. Oh. Oh, we've had this conversation before, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Um... Listen, the only thing, I don't care how fucking drunk you were, the only thing these two had in common, right, Tom Cruise and this particular Buddha's little brother, right, was that they were both fucking short. (laughs) That was the only thing they had in common. (laughs) They were both under five foot four. That's it. That was it. Um, so, anywho. I, I can see Mr. Buddha oh, doing yeah. that. Oh, oh yeah. Blowing it way out of proportion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because it'll be fucking mm-hmm. hilarious mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Okay. Dude, I've only met you like four times, and that fits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, during the restoration in France. No. Uh-huh. Something occurs between one of Napoleon's generals named Bar- Barbier no. Dufay and a royal guard called Raoul. Raoul. I like that name, Raoul. The general insulted the guard's cockade. I know what you're thinking. Not talking about his manhood. Actually, I was thinking about 
What were you thinking about? Kind of like a job strike because you said support. Oh, that's fair. Know, that's so. fair. I'm not talking about that either, though. Basically, <laughs> basically, it's a badge on his hat. Same thing. So, for now on, any labels on hats are going to be known as cockades. Oh, you're wearing your penguins cockade. Um... So, the general makes fun of it. Shit escalates quickly. The man began to dole in the street. The general disarmed the guard four times. That's a, that, He's got to be fucking with him. Listen, <laughs> listen. He's definitely fucking with him. Once? Okay, go ahead and pick it back up. Twice? Okay, go pick it back up. The third time? Just fucking run. All right? Four times, just lay down and accept your face. So, the general is now feeling like, okay, this poor dude's overmatched. It's just not there. Decides to look for ways to even things out. Instead of just letting it go. Says, no, no, I really want you to defend your cockade. So they get into a carriage with their left arms tied together and start fighting with each other using daggers until one of them's dead. The cab made a couple loops around the area until it was clear the fight was over. The general won that skirmish as well. You, that's it's, like, it's known as the duel in a cab. You know, that's how, um, like, uh, back when the Olympics first formed, that's how boxing was done. Like, the fighters were tied to stones mm-hmm. right next to each other, and it wasn't over. Yeah, until one of you was not right coming back. Like, I that was my last one. Yeah. I'm, Get down, sir. I don't have any more. I miss jokes. Oh. But we can tell them again. Hold on. There. You caught up. My My grandpa came home for the war with one leg. Even to this day, we still don't know whose leg it is. Okay. I'm mad at it. You know, yeah, but you ain't loving it. I'm mad at it. And Jasmine came up to me and said, Daddy, something's wrong with the rabbit. I said, Jasmine, shut up and leave the oven door shut. Oh, <laughs> that's awful. And hey, what's the quickest way to the hospital? Not by an ambulance. And just stand in the middle of the street. They'll come get you. Told you. Lost my Christmas dad joke cards. I shop on them. So I'm going to hit you with two more. Ooh! Chelsea, what do Santa's little helpers learn at school? Oh, I don't know what. The alphabet! What's Santa's nationality? 
is it? He's North Polish. Oh my god. <laughs> so bad. Fucking cards are awesome. <laughs> so, with that, in record time, put your fucking shopping cards back. Be nice to people. Um, hold the door for strangers. Uh. Who said no? Is the guy who came up to me and tried to explain what a sawhorse was. I already know. I already know. Past tense. Of, of a seahorse. Uh, good one, Wheels. Good one. I already closed my things there, so I, hold on. Wheels, welcome to the family. We love you. Hold on, you're nope. starting to see No, you fuck off. I don't love you anymore. You definitely remind me of someone who doesn't put the shopping cart away. You know what, Mike? I love you.